Here's the big question. How is it that most entrepreneurs hustle and are always busy and struggle to take just one step forward only to fall two steps back? They're dedicated, determined, and driven, but only a few finally break through and win. This show uncovers those quantum leap patterns of highly successful people so you can simply model what they do and apply to your future success. That's the question, and the answers are right here. My name is Brigitte Höfele, and this is the Success Patterns Show. And that is right. Welcome, everyone. It is that time of the week for the Success Pattern Show. My name is Brigitte Höfele, the CEO of the Center of NLP and the founder of the Success Patterns Movement. We are putting the do in learn, do, teach. This show was designed with your success in mind because the quality of your success starts with your attitude towards it. And we've talked about success many times before. It's an interesting concept because success means something different to to each individual success seeker, if you will. And one of the very successful speakers, and I've been on stages with him um, all around the world, Tony Robbins, is not known for saying success leaves clues. I say success comes in patterns. And that's exactly what we are here to kind of peel back the layers of the onion and to look at patterns and and the our guest experts, what kind of patterns have driven them where they are today. As humans, we're hardwired for hands-on application to learn from a living teacher because we're not theoreticians because they only talk a good game. We are grandmasters at work here, and we're going to give you tips on how to model the success of our guest experts, which means that you're at the right place at the right time. And that's what we're here to do because the success is already yours. Today is an incredible show. Holy cow. Are you in for a treat? We have a powerhouse today. And um, she's actually calling from the future, you guys. I know that sounds interesting, but it's true. Um, we have an incredible business woman all the way from Australia. She's the founder and CEO of Women's Biz Global. She's a coach. She is an incredible supporter of women of all ages from startup, scale up, that dominate the business. She's all about uh, financial independence, and we're going to talk about freedom. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about um, how to anify your business, and you'll get to learn what that truly means. Um, she is a success catalyst, and you are um, in for treat, not just on the business side. She doesn't have just one set of twins. No, this lady has two set of twins back to back. And then she had another, so she has five children all together. We're going to talk a little bit about that. She's energetic. She's real. She's authentic. She's uh, true to her brand. She is her, her brand. Uh, she's a fompreneur, a fempreneur. She's a podcast host. She's a speaker, number one best-selling author. Um, and she is all about business and leadership as a woman. She's the founder of Women's Biz Global. And I could go on and on and on. She's the quirky individual that I love. So um, if you're not driving in a car, I would highly encourage you to stand up and give a standing ovation to my good friend, who is now my good friend, Annie Gibbons. Welcome, Annie, to the show. I know we're like, 
Wow, what an intro. Thank you so much for having me, Vegeta. I'm super pumped. We're going to have a great conversation. Oh, we're good. We already had a great conversation. Um, Annie, you know, I, I shared with you earlier, and I want to share this with everyone. I'm a big Annie fan. Now I'm an even bigger Annie fan. Um, when I was younger, I or when I was little, I watched Annie, and I remember watching Annie the movie the first time, and I'm just bawling because I love children. I love anything that goes with children. I love when children, especially little girls, are growing up and are like, you know, badasses and 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 and, and dominate the world and do whatever it takes. And Annie, for me, the name Annie, the figure Annie, really stands for that. And how fitting it is that you're here with us, because um, it feels like Annie. You are Annie, and you are ready to share with us what it means to Annify your life. How? <laughs> How do you identify your life? You uh, you make it your own. You step into your own brilliance. You step in your own energy. You step into your own uh, sense of, of of love and joy and empowerment. You find the things that actually make you happy. You know, and so I think a lot of a lot of life you're doing things because other people tell you they're going to be a good idea or good for you or that it fits in with society. And and I've been through all of those phases. And so for me, it was actually about going, oh my god, the light pole went on when I went, I've just could it be Annie and I am quirky and I am a bit zany and I am high energy, but that actually makes me, that's like my secret source actually. That actually is my unique value um, to to those that I work with, right? So now it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to anify that, you know, like what does that mean to me, you know? And so therefore it brings with it, once I start doing that, whether I'm leading a company, whether I'm, I'm doing a strategic planning session, whether I'm working with other people, They've invited me to that space, right? So I need to be the best version of me in that space. And that's not selfish. That's not arrogant. It actually just means I'm showing up 100% me. You know, would you want to go to a conference, uh, a concert and see Adele get, you know, like half cooked? No, you want all in, right? You want the people that you love, you want them to be 100% them because, you know, like that's just that's their secret source. So for me, it's about having a, a business and life journey that actually embraced and adapted more and more about who I am, what are my skills, my, you know, grow my knowledge, get those attributes and package it in a way that go, yeah, actually, because then it becomes effortless. Being yourself is effortless. It's not exhausting. It's fun. I love it when I call myself a fempreneur, but I also love that funpreneur that you did, Brigida, because you know, it is actually, you know, when you start doing business and life fun, just being yourself, just showing up, oh my God, the world explodes because you don't oh have my all, God. you don't have all this weight hanging you down, you know, all those everyone else's anchors and and loads on you. It's just exhausting. I can't do exhausting. Oh, Annie, you've already dropped so many nuggets, and I sure hope you guys that you, as you're listening, as you're watching, that you write these things down. And one thing, you know, you are you. And, and and you said to me earlier, everyone else is taking. So how do you anify your own life without being Annie, without being Brigida? And Annie, I wonder, as a young Annie, have you mm -hmm. ever heard in school or at home or from friends, Annie, you're just a bit too much. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> Constantly. Oh, my goodness. We're kindred spirits. <laughs> Every school report said Annie would do better if she stopped talking. Annie would do better if she stopped interrupting because I'm like a 
I've got an idea. I'd love to share. I've got an opinion on that because Annie also, you know, that's it. I am loud and I do have a lot of ideas and I am creative. And you know what? It probably just shows that I've got aptitude. I'm, I'm smart. I'm interested. I wanted to learn, wanted to grow. And so as a young girl, I used to walk around the house going, you know what? I feel like I'd be a great businesswoman. I want to be a businesswoman. I want to be a leader. I want to make shit happen, right? Um, I want to, because I just love tangible outcomes. Like I love, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a maintainer. I've never been a maintainer. And so my whole time they're going, you're not going to be a businesswoman. You're not that kind of, you know, you wouldn't be good at that. You don't have the financial head. I love it when you tell a 15-year-old they don't have a financial head. Like what 15-year-old has a financial head, for goodness sake? What does that mean? But we believe these blanket statement so we have this version of ourselves, whatever that is right and so for me you know it was just this happy little yeah I was like Annie dancing around do a show energy and then it's always like be less you know you've got to be less to be enough right and that's Ooh, a very say that very, again you need to be hard. less to be enough that makes yeah. no logic sense to me it's not it's not logical but that's what we do for people right we go and that, say can you shrink can you stay small so other people... For what people reason? Just For so that reason? they feel comfortable, so that, you know, things, you know, so that you look more perfect, that you're, you know, the child that's gone and said, you know, just be quiet here so that we look like a really great family. You know, be be better mannered. Don't interrupt. Don't have your opinions. You know, don't, don't have all these crazy ideas because people will think you're mental, <laughs> you know. And it's like, don't, don't, don't. And when we limit ourselves, you know, it doesn't benefit anyone, right? Us shrinking small benefits no one. It doesn't make anyone else better. So that was the biggest thing in my journey. So I had all these ideas. I wanted to be a businesswoman. I wanted to do this. And then, you know, a whole lot of things happened in my life that just dominoed that I didn't do that. I had to do a very wide bow. I had to do an, I did a, a health degree, became a nurse. Then I did a master's of education and then I did a business. So my career to C-suite around five children, including two sets of twins, 26 months apart, navigating three degrees in a men's world at that stage um, and then just trying to keep it all together I just like this young Annie goes I want to be a businesswoman I want to make things happen how do I actually do that and on that journey Brigida I learned the golden nugget the golden nugget is you've actually just got to create your own reality you've got to create your own vision of success you've got to define it you've got to measure it you've got to know what you value you've got to have an alignment with your values and your goals and because for me, it's like, yeah, I want to do all these things, but I also want to show up with my kids. I want to be present. I want to, you know, why can't we do it all? Why do you have to say you do one thing or another? So I needed to get my own definition. Um, and so for me, I always have tagged success with balance and happiness. I've got three words. So success for me is becoming financially independent enough that I can then make the choices that will um give me, you know, freedom and opportunities in my life for myself, for my family and for those that I now give, right? I offer scholarship programs and all sorts of things now. And so for me, it was all about, you know, how do I grow myself in areas that I love, that make me happy, they're not hard because they're just my thing. Um, and I've always been passionate about health and education and, and growth and and um, and I just, you know, and, I, and I'm passionate about women and women having an easier journey than I had. So all of these sorts of things happen, but then if you just focus on the success, you then can at risk of, you know, the 
the version of success that the world gives you, you're at the risk of burning out, right? You're a bit of overwhelm, of, you know, just robbing those that you love of your time and your energy, uh, which is really tragic. And then that has relationships. So for me, it was always about how do I determine what success is? How am I going to measure it? What does it look like? But more importantly, what does it feel like for me? Uh, and also, it has to then be go, that's because I've got balance, I'm feeling balanced, and ultimately, I'm happy. I'm young Annie, always. Like, so here I am at 54, but I go, you know, I'm becoming more and more like that little girl who used to do twirlies on the step, you know, at six going, you know, because I do. I love a stage. I love sharing. I love creating. I love making things happen. I love celebrating when other people have wins. I get so nuts. I'm like Oprah level. I'm woohoo, right? It's so exciting. So when you've got that privilege to be on a journey, you know, because I do coaching women around the world, oh, my God, like that just floats my boat. I just get so excited every day going, oh, my goodness, I can't wait to just tune in to hear what their next success outcome has been. So, um, yeah, it's all about finding you in that space, make it your own and create your own reality. Create your own Annie. I have so many questions and, and I just want to bottle you, Annie. I think if we can bottle Annie and sell Annie and Annie's passion and Annie's drive and tenacity and and um, her, just the, the, the pure love for life that, he, that, that, that bubbles over, I love that. And I think everyone should have it. And I actually have a saying when people say you're just, you know, you're just a bit too much. I would say, well, just find something less, you know, if you don't have to. And it's, and, yes. and people, and and it's interesting because it shows you everything or it tells you everything about that specific person that yes. they're just not made for enough, that they're not made for bubbling over with joy in their life, that they're not made for fill in the blanks. Exactly. And isn't that sad, Annie? It is really sad, but it's also you do you, right? So I think a lot of success is actually about um, not um, not comparing yourself with other people, not telling other people that they're not good enough, not um, not judging them. And so it, it is sad, but it also, sorry, I've just got someone interrupting. I'm just on a live shot. I'm so sorry. This yes. <laughs> That's opportunity talking to Annie, Annie right now. So move over Red Bull. Half an hour. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you go and report me. Sorry Thank you. <laughs> For my safety. <laughs> I love I love it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, so where were we? Yeah, so when someone says, you know, I, this is my point, Brigitte, they go and say, you're not my cup of tea. And I go, of course I'm not your cup of tea. I'm more of a champagne girl, right? So I'm with the champagne people. So you need to go and get your cup of tea people and I'm over here with my champagne people. You know, so and that's okay because there's nothing wrong with you. You need to actually do that more. You need to find your cup of tea people more. You need to, you know, do if if doing less and being a lot, you know, a lesser version of yourself is where you're at, you know, well, you have to work on that. It's it's actually their journey, it's their space. I think a lot of people's comments it actually just says what where they're at right and you so we don't totally need does. to take that personally but we also don't need to judge it right i think that with a lot of us can you know oh well that person's not this and that person's not that who cares let them go and be with their tribe find their own way and you wish them well and you'll always be respectful always be kind always try and help them but um you don't you know there's no judgment there but when you do that it's like 
they've come into your space, it's not working for me, it's just like release, right? You don't have to hold anything because you're too busy just being you. And I'm what I mean by busy is intentionally busy, intentional in your actions. You feel your, everyone feels their 24 hours, right? So how do you do that in the best way possible? You actually become the best version of yourself. You immerse yourself in the things that bring you joy and bring other people joy around you, right? And, uh, and then you then just go, oh, if someone comes in and says, you know, you're a bit too much, you go, oh, I am. I'm a lot. I'm a lot, you know, and I'm probably even going to become more. Yes. <laughs> Get older. Not so, probably. I am going to become more. And I love how you just handle the situation, right? Yeah, sure. Report me. And and it's not ju ju judging the person where they're at because they're probably a super rule follower and you have, you know, clearly your time is up of the 30 minutes that you've been in here. And, uh, you know, who, how dare you being in here and taking up time from, from my being so important. I love how you just handled that. And that was just absolutely beautiful. So we had, we had Brian, you know, said, go Anification Nation. We have, um, how does one become Annie? And does someone need to become Annie? No one becomes Annie. Everyone needs to become themselves, right? Everyone needs to actually go, you know, who am I? Who have I ever actually stopped? And and I'm a mom. I can tell you this. I had a, I was got married at 20. I had twins at 23. I had another set of twins at 25. I had four children Holy in 26 shit. months. You cannot go to the toilet by yourself. You know, there's no bathroom breaks. You know, you just kind of like you sip so many little cups of tea that you've, you've just had a little bit. You don't have that time to actually sit back and go, who am I? And I wouldn't change any of it because it's just, you know, it's it's my life and my joy and, and, and all of that. But I also learned that taking time out at different, you know, once, <laughs> once I'd done a decade of that and I actually resurfaced, because I also did have baby number five. Um, somewhere in there, in my early 30s, I went and said, I don't even know, I have never really sat down and thought, what are my values? What do I value, right? And for me, I ended up realising that I value freedom. I feel very trapped if I don't have freedom. I value adventure, which means that also it links to creativity. I don't I don't like to be defined. I like to create my own adventure. And I value family. I value that 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 what are you know my beautiful big family and and creating those moments with all of them and so I didn't actually stop till I was early 30s to know that therefore I hadn't stopped to then go if I haven't really thought of how do I tick because you do those lists of like hundreds it doesn't mean that you're not into all those other values but if you've got to pick three it's pretty tricky actually and so but when I did that I realized oh okay so then when I make choices because we all make choices every day you know how we exercise how we eat what jobs we go for what courses we do how we actually behave in different situations and then I needed to then suddenly go yeah well the bits of my life that I wasn't so happy in is because I wasn't totally aligning you know, my full purpose or my dreams of who I wanted to be with who Annie was, you know, with my, my, um, my values, my personality, my quirks, my, my funny humor, my, my essence, right? It's all about channeling your essence. And so when you then get an alignment of, you know, your true, true self, 
and then be able to, that's a joy, that's the secret in life, to actually go, how can I actually put that into, you know, the, the jobs that I have, the positions that I hold, the people that I lead, the, the people who have experiences of me, you know, I want that to be as authentic and raw as possible because I'm ultimately the only one responsible for myself. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect, you know. It actually means that you just have to, you know, acknowledge your growth opportunities. I love those, those learning opportunities when you just do epic fails, but you fail forward and you be open and real and honest and you bring people along. And um, that's been so great. So others listening in, it's actually going, have you taken that moment to stop? Do you know who you are? You know, is life just so busy you're doing? Have you actually stopped? Could you describe what your three values are? Have, have, could you describe what your, your vision is in of life is? You know, what does success look like and feel like to you? What's your happy place? What gets you excited and go, oh, my God, I love that? Even if you're not in that job at the moment, I hope you've actually got a side hustle that does that for you. Whether it's even if it's a hobby, you know, if you're in a job because you go, you know what, like I don't have that luxury, I can't just become an entrepreneur. And I was in those stages too. When I had five children, I used to get all these business ideas. Every cent was so important, right? I, I, I just, we, we couldn't see that it would be possible. So I totally understand that. But there's so much joy when you go, but this is who I am. So therefore, if I'm an artist, embrace yourself in your art or your music or your, if you're a volunteer, you love people, go and serve. You know, if you want to um, grow, you know, if, you, if everyone said you weren't going to achieve something, if you didn't have a financial head when you're 15, go and get some qualifications. If you're really busy like I was with a truckload of children everywhere, just do one subject a term, you get there in the end. So I'm all about breaking down the bite-sized chunks, right, to, to get you to where you want to be. But you need to know where you want to be. Where, what's the destination? And the destination shifts, Brigitte. You know, every time you get to a mountain, I'm a hiker, every time you get to that top of the mountain and you're like, oh, my gosh. One, you need to stay there and enjoy the view. You need to celebrate your achievements of what you've done to get there, right? And then you then, once you've done all of that, and don't rush it, people rush. And then they go, and then you look up and go, oh, my gosh, the view's really different up here. There's another mountain. There's another opportunity. There's something else that I didn't see. But the more and more you do that, you'll end up being like where I sit now. I've been a CEO for a good 12 years now. Now you just feel like you sit at life and you just look over, right? You're at the top of the mountain, your virtual mountain. But things seem simple because you learn how to read the game. You assess and you monitor and things aren't emergencies. You just go, okay, well, this is going to take some time. I'm going to fill some time. So it's like assess, a monitor, manage, help, support. You do all this stuff because you just, you know, a true leader is actually leading from behind. People think leaders are leaders from the top. Leaders have to create the framework from the top and support. And when you've done all of that really, really well, like when I was CEO, then I actually just, am, I'm just their support crew. I'm there just, you know, going, you're doing great. I love the way you did that. Let's celebrate this win. You know, it's like you're, you're hurting a little bit and then you're reinforcing their value and then you get this synergistic explosion, right? I love the word synergy. It's one of my favourite. It's the some of the parts is just so much better than the individual people. And the more and more you do that, the less it is about you, right? The more it is about everyone just being their own 
version out there, Annie, right? They're Jenny, they're Mary, they're whatever, because you go, you're rocking that, girl. You just keep doing that. And when you support, it's like building a house. When you've got a great framework and you've done it well and you just support it and nurture it and, and all of that sort of thing, then you're then going to, you know, bring out the best in that person, right? Yes. So it's just pure joy being able to lead and manage people um, in a way that, actually just supports you know the the essence of who you are saying that if you're listening in and you're like i'm not that sort of person then you don't want to do that right that's what, a choice what, what does when i get all excited go oh my god i just love this what's what's that conversation when you had that with your friend you know when you're sitting at the bar on a friday night and go oh my god i just had the best moment this week this happened you know start tapping into those moments because they're actually showing you, if you haven't actually done that deep work yet, they're showing you what your, you know, heart's desire is. They're showing you what your 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 eyes get drawn to, right? Because um, if you are getting drawn to something and your, your heart beats around something and you, your voice elevates and your body language starts going, you know, it's it's giving you massive, massive flags of please come this way, please come this way. The tragedy is, Brigitte, when you don't, you're then really frustrated. You're like, I, I've got this pool that wants me to be like this, but then I, I, I feel like I have to be over here. And you spend the whole time going, I feel like I'm in the wrong space. I feel yeah. like I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm not valued. I feel like I'm trapped. I feel that no one gets me. I feel um, overwhelmed by all of this because this isn't my thing, uh, but I'm super comfortable over here, right? So a lot of anification is actually just going how do you tap into all of that and when we talk about doing the work you know it's it's actually a joy i mean who doesn't like learning about themselves like it's not you <laughs> you'd be surprised i know that you and i know people that are like no i'm good thank you right and and that's that's great too because that's the kind of people that i choose not to work with uh, they've yes. already sorted themselves out uh, th there's so many great nuggets that you said um you know the the being the being grounded in who you are and your identity but that but you're also being a part of something much greater that you're yeah. learning from that you're leading from from behind that you're allowing people to truly step into what are their best assets what are their best skills what are their best talents and then allowing them not just allowing them to be in that but celebrating them because when we when we do that there's an opportunity and, and it's going to be absorbed on a much more effortless level of, hey, could we do that better? Or what can we improve, right? When we first lead with that celebration, when we first lead with allowing each person to be who they truly are in their essence, it suddenly becomes so much easier, doesn't it? It's so much easier. It's so much more joyful. And also, it gives you the opportunity to find their gold gold nuggets. Oh, my goodness. Like, as a CEO, I have just been dazzled by, you know, someone be coming in and they're working for you as their book, the bookkeeper. But when you support them and they're doing their books and whatever, and then another project happens in the, in the work environment, if you create a culture that goes and says, we're all in, we're all a team, all ideas are valuable, you don't know that that bookkeeper is actually a fantastic graphic designer and they're really going oh you know suddenly they're like oh i, I could i could um you know create something do something um particularly in the area when i was working in charities 
space, oh my goodness, you get this cross-pollination of ideas, expertise, quirky ways, absolutely fantastic. And that person is then just like, oh my gosh, like maybe I can, you know, bring that into the role or maybe, you know, they've just been valued or it gives them confidence to go off and do something else. You know, we've had other people who then go and have a side hustle shop and then we buy from their shop because you actually get to know people of you know, they might be doing their role, but what is the best in them, right? And everyone, it amazes me as a CEO, when you support people so much, they just, it's almost like they don't want to leave you. I'm the person who, it's, it's a bit of a quandary for me because I'm like going, if you get a better opportunity, you should go for that. In fact, I'll even give you time off work to go for that interview because I want you to be the best of you. And they're like going, oh my God, I've never had a boss like that. Normally, it's just with me killer beavering away going, I hope they don't see I'm on the job site, right? Whereas I'm like going, oh my gosh, and I used to say to them all the time, when that day comes that you want to go and do that next level for you, you know, tell me because I will support you, I will help you with your thing because, you know, because that person's going to go anyway. That person should. It's like a, trapping a bird. You go, I need to support you, nurture you, and I want you to do well because that person then goes back into the world and then goes, oh, my God, I'm so thankful that Annie was my boss and supports me, supported me and loved me. And you just don't know. And you don't do it so that they'll give you something back. But more and more times, just because of the world of, of you know, laws of attraction and karma and everything else, you know what? I just got, You get people in your world who go, you know, they speak well of you. They, they appreciate you. In fact... We never know how much value we actually have, good and good and bad for people. So one, you can be a negative influence and really stuff people up. And two, you can actually be this incredible influence that you didn't even realise your power or influence on that person because you never know what's going on in their head. And, uh, and it's just like years later they'll say, you know, remember that conversation we had at coffee? That gave me the confidence to go and take this next step. That made me feel brave enough to share this thing that had happened to me and, and I thought I never could, but I did and it really changed my world. You know, those moments you just go, wow, because it, you've got this bond and then it, it basically just helped that person level up to their next level of success, right? And they're all levels. That's true leadership right there. What you just said the last few minutes, that is true leadership. I hope that each and every, I took notes, that everyone took notes because this is such an important conversation. You know, we hear about, oh, you know, business and success and leadership and people go through all of these points. But what you just said, and, and when you can truly embrace that as a leader, not learn it, but you have it, you have that kind of um energy around other people you you are not the 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 businesswoman that says oh but i it, it, only i can shine right no here here woman here here friend here here girlfriend you know superpower stand take my shoulders and stand on them so you can shine that's exactly. true leadership Exactly. I used to, when I was my one of my previous CEO roles, I'd get all of them into the boardroom and I'd do a little two-minute video. i go two-minute video grab of, you know, tell me who you are, what you're doing, what your achievements have been. Because I work for a board and it's very easy for Annie to turn up at the board meeting every three months and go, oh my gosh, well, I've been managing this and this and this and this and I'm amazing. Well, I'm only amazing because my amazing team make me look so, right? Yes. So, you know, one, yeah, I'm very good at what I do, but I'm only one 
one cog in the wheel. Oh my goodness, like these people are working, um, they're diligent, they're, they're, they're so passionate about what they were doing. You know, I was running an eye health charity and we just felt like we were seriously um, saving sight every day, helping people save sight. Like it was such joy and such passion. And so I'd, I'd make their little video grabs and then I'd go, part of my board report was I'd then sort of go, the staff reports, I'd then go and link it to their video because I wanted the board to know that person. I wanted them to know Betty and Gillian and Sophia and Caitlin and I wanted them to go and, and it's them. They've been working hard. They've gone and stayed back at work. You know, they've gone and, you know, worried about it on the weekend and want to really make sure it's better when as soon as they get back on Monday morning. So when you give people credit where credit's due, when you actually put them on the stage and have their moment to shine, when you truly value their worth, I mean, people will do anything for you, right? I do. If someone appreciates me or values me, I'm like, going, well, how can I help you more? Like, you know, like that's just human nature. But if you're not, then you then go, all right, man, I'm working my butt off and she gets all the credit and whatever. Well, that's that's not, it's not even not fair, but it's not morally right, right? You but know, most leaders you... don't even get that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so simple, right? You and I get it. And, and, and I know that we have people that are watching and listening and they get, but most leaders are like, oh, if I show appreciation and, and I'm actually treating them like I would treat a family member, I mean, a family member that I like, let me add that, then they'll actually do more. They'll actually go beyond their their job description. <gasps> what a concept, Annie. What a concept, what a concept. And the reason they don't, and I've worked for a couple of people like that who actually, they see you as a competitor. They don't want you to, you know, they, they get written by you. They don't want you. They don't want the young person to come in and be better than them or look better. Well, that's for you to do you well. You know, you go and say, okay, well, I need to be the best version of me or whatever. And if they are better, well, sorry, you know, they actually are entitled to it. You do your thing your way, and you and you just guide with that. You know, I think sometimes you don't you don't need to worry about the how, but you need to worry about what what you're actually standing for. Well, what, you know, what you want to do, what you want to be known for. Um, and then the, then the how you're doing that will will sort of fall into play, you know. So I think you've got to be pur purposeful around, you know, um, yourself, your strategy, you know, where you're actually leading. And if other people are in your space on that journey, you will do so much better by bringing them in and collaborating, supporting, nurturing, honouring them um, because your sum of your parts will just be so much better. As soon as you find them a threat, and you, you know, and you get competitive, right? Um, and I've I've come through an era of even women being very competitive with other women because we mm -hmm. fought for those spots and it's kind of like, get out of my way. I worked really hard to get here and there's only one of me and 30 men and da, da, da. You know, that's not good. It's only good, for, you know, that person's going to burn themselves out, but they're one person. If you want to change the world, you actually have to collectively, you have to lower the benchmark, right? Yeah. Um, and that's the lower lowering from the bottom. You know, we all have to rise. And so in a office environment in a team's environment it's all actually about saying who's in this team and it, they will rise when we we support them all collectively and then um and not see them as competition you know what i used to say you know i want you to make me look really awesome like come on keep doing your thing because you know and we'd be but we joke ego. about it because yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah. And then I go, yeah, I do look really awesome now, but I'm gonna have to tell them it's you, you know, like, 
you know what I mean? And then they'll have a giggle and go, oh, thanks, Addie. You know, <laughs> your heart goes, because how many times have you had that time? You've written that report, you've done that, and someone else has taken the credit for it. It's not real hard to actually Yeah, go. and it feels really yucky. Feels really yucky, and it's gonna catch. It's gonna catch up with you, you know. If because you and I have seen those leaders, and it's gonna come around, and it's gonna yeah. come out at some point, and then the yucky feeling is actually on that person that was the culprit in the very first place. My view, How do my view is sorry is to be the party that everyone wants to be at, right? So even if you're a leader, if you're a boss, you create this environment that goes and says, "Oh my God, that place is so fun." You know, you can still do everything. It's not as if you're not working. Oh my goodness, because you get more out of your team. You get more out of everybody. But you actually create a vibe of we're passionate about this, we're driven, we're focused, we celebrate our wins, we celebrate every little mountaintop, we we spend a time pausing and we look back and go, you're pretty awesome. You did a great job there. You did a great job there. We all got to the top. And now what are we going to do next? You create that vibe and you can seriously do anything. How much fun is that? I have a client that I had a coaching call with yesterday and she says, we're about to do the Christmas lights at, at, um, and she's got several restaurants in the restaurants. And I'm like, so do people like to come to do the employees like to come for that? She's like, oh yeah, we stay till four o'clock in the morning. We drink, we have a party. That is culture right there. That's oh my culture. Goodness. That is culture. That is culture because they it's different if you have to do it because you're on work time to you actually go, I want to I do want it. You. I can't I wait. Want to. I can't, I can't wait. wait. And that's the difference. These people will drop something on their holiday, go, I know, I know I shouldn't be checking my email, but I really want to help you out here. They're, they're happy to help you. They they just get so excited. That's right. That even though I wasn't expecting to, I want to really enjoy this moment. I want to be there for you. You know, that's when you know you have nailed culture, you know, and culture is not a single silo. Culture is the collective. All right. So when that, you know, and that actually does come from the top. So as a CEO, you're establishing culture because people watch you from the moment you walk into the, the office to the Expert moment. Expert modeling. That's what that always, is. Always, always. They're watching your every single bit. They'll watch me. You know, if I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, I could be speaking in front of thousands of people, you know, and so but they're not just watching you when Annie gets onto the stage and goes, woohoo, we're going to have the best time. I've got so much to share with you today. They're watching me from the moment I walk in and I greet someone. The way that I, I I might pour water at the table for everybody else, they, the way that someone comes and interrupts me and I go, oh, excuse me, just a minute, whatever, or whatever. They, they're watching you because, you know, um, which is not in a bad way, but they're actually just looking for consistency of character. You're modelling. You are a walking advertisement. Your brand is is 24-7, whether you like it or not. You know, and some of us have more of that on time than others, but it's still you. But you also don't want that. Um, I, I talk about um, knowing and honing my, my default. What isn't the default, Annie, right? Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. default is what I actually fall back into that I'm doing when I think no one's watching. If I can actually start being aware of my default and slowly over the years try and just, you know, make sure that my, my, my drop place is actually a better version of me, then that's the version that will then, you know, that's what actually everybody sees. They see how you react when someone smashes into you at the car park or, or um, you know, takes your spot or whatever. You know, when you're doing life, because that will happen, you'll have these moments that at that they'll want to, they actually want to know who do you really stand for. They're looking for the chinks. 
And you want to know. They're looking for the authenticity and they're looking for the consistency. Love that. We could talk for hours and days and months and years. And there's so much to cover. And this show is about our listeners. This show is about you. This show is about our our, uh, followers. How do people continue to have the conversation with you? well, Well, before I go into that, Annie, I think you brought a gift, did you not? I did bring a gift. If everyone comes to womensbiztribe.com, you will find that you can actually just join my tribe, global tribe, Women's Biz Tribe, for free for for the first month. And then it's only $10 a week, like seriously. And then you get to come to unlimited webinars. We've got about, you know, 40 webinars a month that I'm just chatting away with different people around the world. Uh, We'll also have discounts and giveaways, um, so much free juicy stuff just by becoming a uh, a tribe member. So come on to womensbiztribe.com and uh, just say I'd love a free trial. And then you will then pretty much, you know, maybe today, tomorrow, you'll pop into then, um, I'll, I'll set it all up for you. You'll join a global community of women who actually have your back, who are there to support you, nurture you, be your cheerleaders, be your accountability partners, that we can just do business and life in a whole new way. And uh, and that's our joy. That's my joy always. And if it's not me helping you, I tell you what, I'll be saying, oh my goodness, you need, you need to speak to this lady or this lady or this lady. Um, absolutely amazing global community. And so, yeah, take up that opportunity. And then I'll pretty much just see you on a on a webinar that I'll host. We have webinars like pretty much every day, how to use LinkedIn, how to how to become more confident, how to, you know, use funnels in your business, how to be better at time management. Like it's just stuff that we all, it's not a program. It's actually just go, I have this need. Could we learn a bit about that? And um, and then it's the collective, once again, it's the collective in the in the in the Zoom room, if you like, of that's where the little secret gold nuggets come out and you go oh she's onto something i need to listen more to her it is it is setting other women up for success yes it's it's giving them the resources you know one of the the laws that i teach is there are no unresourceful people there are only unresourceful state of minds and you're giving them the the global connections of yeah. being more resourceful and being in a better state of mind and being more resourceful state of mind. And you give them the resources. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we were, we're super friendly. So yeah, come on over. I will be so welcoming. The tribe will be so welcoming. We would love you to, you know, come and join us, have some fun, have some fun with life. <laughs> so, so get in touch with Annie. So any people can find you on Facebook. Um, yeah. Facebook.com slash groups slash women biz tribe, so women's biz tribe, W O M E N S B I Z T R I B E. So on Facebook, look for the Facebook group women's biz tribe. Get in touch with um, Annie on women's biz tribe.com. That's W O M E N S B I Z T R I B E.com. Um, and I'm pretty sure Annie Gibbons, we can find you on LinkedIn. We can find you on other social oh, media. 
I'm so Googleable, Brigitte. So yeah, you will find me Gibbons with an I, Gibbons. Um, and uh, yeah, you'll definitely find me on LinkedIn. I'm super social because I, I value connection, right? And um, mm. so, but I'm also value the right connections, and I want to leave that as our final word. You know, find people who are your your champagne group, your cup of tea group, your your tribe, right? And if they if they do resonate, if they draw you in, I always go, does my eye get you know, does my eye, my attention, my energy get excited in this direction? I want to explore that if it doesn't don't criticize it just go and find what does and you will um you will just start powering because you'll be more empowered in your own uh, choice of actions love it guys get with annie annie gibbons thank you for being on the show annie i can't wait to see what other great things we can do as incredible businesswoman that we are i'm here on this hemisphere of the earth and you're on the other side and uh together i think we can you know do some really really good work together and i can't wait to see what that looks and feels like annie Thank you. Yes, big hugs to you on to the other side of the world. Um, happy summer as it is starting to be winter over here on this side. Um, until very soon. Guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in to the Success Pattern Show. Get with Annie Gibbons. And until next Tuesday, same time, same place, I will see you then again. Thanks, Annie. Thank you for tuning in to the Success Pattern Show at www.thesuccesspatternshow.com. My name is Brigitte Hufelet.